0: Ladies, gentlemen, and podcast fans around the world, welcome back to Better Than Most Things with your hosts, Sean and Max.
1: Thank you very much, producer Mr. Thank you. Thank
0: you, thank you.
2: Oh man.
1: Okay, Okay, so you uh as you know, I keep my ear to the ground, pun intended, on flat earth topics. I'm not a believer. But I am just fascinated by the people who do believe. Mm -hmm. Like, there's something going on there.
2: One of my favorite things when I ever hear the topic of flat Earth is we're talking to someone who's kind of a conspiracy theorist. And he said, (laughs) and he was talking about flat Earth, and we thought he was like, oh, the Earth's flat. And he basically goes like, yeah, the Earth isn't flat. And we're all like kind of pleasantly surprised. Like, oh, wow, he doesn't think that. He goes, we're not sure what shape it is. (laughs) I was like, Wow. (laughs)
1: That blew me away, too. I thought it was uh, awesome.
2: No, I thought it was the coolest thing I've ever heard. I was like, wow, you fucking 180 Jeez.
1: <laughs> so two flat earth believers from Italy decided to finally prove the theories right. Finally. And they decided to sail for the edge of the world. Ooh. How'd that turn out? Yeah. It's like a,
2: it sounds like a, like an 18, 1600s adventure. <laughs> right. Sail to the end of the world to get the medicine you need to save your mother, Doa the Explorer. <laughs> Or whatever the movie is. I don't know. Indeed.
1: Maybe like Jack Sparrow, right? Oh, save Jack Sparrow's mom? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> His mom's alive. <laughs> exactly. Anything to do with Jack She's Sparrow. She's an sea somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so these two set sail from a port in Italy. And they were shooting. Um, as we all know, the world ends just south of Sicily. So they are shooting Duh. for that, which is... It's in a closed body. Like you have Africa right beneath you. So, anyways,
2: I like how they know that. They're like everyone knows that's where it is.
1: Oh, for sure. And so they were shooting for that. So they wanted to go south. What ended up happening was these geniuses went north because they don't know how to navigate. Apparently,
0: uh-huh.
1: they uh, found nothing but more land. Son of a bitch. Yeah. So sadly, we will never truly know wow. if uh, the world <clears throat> is flat.
0: Still an unsolved mystery. It really is. Unfortunately.
1: Wow.
2: One day we'll go there ourselves, we hope.
1: <laughs> Here's the cap on the story. Uh, as soon as they docked again, they were arrested because they broke Italy lockdown rules. Oh, Whoa. wow. It's so like they're arrested. Like, <laughs> stop your flat earthness. Uh, <laughs> exactly. they are under it's arrest exactly. for these
2: silly ideas. I don't get why the edge of the earth is such a scary place. Because let's say the edge of the earth is how the earth is. Let's pretend for argument's sake. Uh-huh. So everything seems pretty contained. Like, wouldn't, it, wouldn't we see like the water floating off into space off the edge or something? So everyone's like, oh, you want to fall off the edge? I feel like you're going to fall off the edge. And then gravity would just be working on that edge. I think you go like this. Yeah, you just like walk <laughs> on the, like, okay, I'm still here.
1: Well, that's interesting. You're you're assuming there's another Earth directly beneath Underneath us it. as yeah. in upside down. Yeah,
2: no, the flat Earth theory is that there's still gravity in the flat earth theory, isn't
1: there? <laughs> well, I mean there has to be. Whatever, <laughs> I don't know. Now how they explain uh, gravity? I'd
2: assume be, there is. Different. And so let's just say the uh, the gravity is of is always on one side. Whatever side of the earth you're on, it's holding you down. So once you hit the edge, you're just gonna
1: like you said, like an ant just kinda go over the edge and just mm. there you are. I always thought it was more like a waterfall that led to like middle earth. It's always that's where the dinosaurs are, it's and that's where the Nazis retired <laughs> and they're like kicking it with elves yeah, yeah. and you know what I mean? Like
2: No, it's like the edge of a mountain. You like you think you're at the peak and then you like kinda go over and you start going downhill. You're like, What the fuck? And you just went over <laughs> the the corner of the earth.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's I, what it's I is. mean. I've listened to these people because I want to just hear, like, one credible theory. That's all I'm really after is, like, huh, that's interesting. Okay. You
2: barking up the wrong tree on that one. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, I
1: absolutely know. But, you know, I want to hold out hope. I just want
2: to hear the theories. I love the theories. Like, that's that's my favorite part. But it's, like, theory crafting. Like, what if this?
1: What if? What if it was? Yeah. Son of a bitch.
2: I don't get that, too, because it's, like... Wouldn't it like you almost think you could like flip it like a coin? Or like, is, the, is it flat but it's still moving? Are we still going around the sun in this scenario? Like,
1: no, in that scenario, we're in a dome and the sky is nothing more than like a sheet.
2: With oh, God. holes in it. Yeah, or exactly. like in a, we're like in, in a giant's pocket, you see,
1: because you, you're still laboring under the false delusion that everything is uh spherical out there and all that. What we're really seeing is just a projection.
2: Man. I have a sphere bias, you're right, <laughs> I too.
1: We're a flat. We're just one scale on the back of a giant turtle, bro.
2: I was thinking of the turtle, actually. I'd, I'd be more down for the turtle theory. I'd be way down for that.
1: <laughs> what are we like? We're like bacteria to a giant turtle.
2: I, I mean, we're we're pretty much bacteria to the universe. Like, we're we're nothing. We're nothing compared to the universe. Okay. On a lighter note, everyone. Yeah, exactly. Um I, I liked. I just liked this topic. I thought it was. I thought it was a fun picture. We should put this on our Instagram. But um, they found a rare colored penguin.
1: Ooh. Okay. So I
2: want to show you the color, but you don't know, you have to guess. You have five seconds. Gold. Red. It was yellow, so you're closer. You win. <laughs> you get, And now I have the penguin for you. Here he is. Hey. Okay. You know, okay. Anyway. Meep, me. So here's the picture. But this is like a first. Like we haven't oh, seen wow. yellow. We haven't seen yellow penguins. Huh. And yeah, like we said. It's just a penguin, like they give a stereotypical penguin that's usually black and white and has a little bit of yellow on the top, so exactly. it gives it that tuxedo look, right? So this one, it's they can't decide if it's an albino or it's something called a... I wanna, it's like a leukemia or something. What's it's it called? like a mutation of
0: some sort, I would think, right?
2: It's some mutation, No, definitely is, obviously. So yeah, this that's a king penguin, and like I said before, usually has black and white feathers with that slight yellow of tinge, but this one is all yellow because it's void of all melanin, they suspect and uh they're saying it could be it's called leukism a condition where melon is only partially lost and some parts of the penguin's body retain color so it's not a albino per se is what they are thinking or assuming so it's leukism hmm.
1: can we breed this guy and pass down his traits. That'd be cool.
2: Well, that's what I was thinking because they want to study so. it. They were thinking like because because they wanted to figure out if it was like an albino or leukism. So the guys like, oh, we have to get some of the feathers and shit. So my mind like, oh yeah, you want to capture
1: it, kill it, and study it. Like yeah, that's what we got to do. Don't you get it? I don't. I, I just want to capture it and make it have sex. Like who does if an uh, it, if if some sick. giant wanted me to just captured me and <laughs> fed me and wanted me to procreate. Like eh, it's you know. very pretty.
2: It's pretty. Maybe it gets all the penguin chicks or something. It looks like a rare Pokemon. It does.
1: It does. It's, it's a shiny. Sh- it's a it's a shiny. shiny. No, Good it totally
2: one. is. And so I just thought it was a fun picture. And like I said, this is kind of a rare color of penguin and stuff. But this went down the list of there's actually other rare penguin colors as well. So can you think of another color?
1: Come on, red. <laughs> Blue. Uh, purple.
2: Eight. Um, magenta. That's brown. That's <laughs> <laughs> a brown one. It's like oh, pale. Okay, but still, so it's like something that exists. I mean, I guess it exists in all co- creatures. Like, there's different like little mutations that pop up. But I don't know. I just seen the yellow one crack me up, and then the whole article was like talking about here's all the other different weird colors of penguins, and they want to study them and be like, what's what exactly is causing this mutation? Because some of it's a pigment thing, some of it's just like a gene manipulation crap or whatever I would have assumed, how it's expressed. Or
1: when you when you, you initially crap. brought up the story and. Like, they found one odd penguin. I would have assumed it was going to be because of a diet. You know, like a flamingos oh. who eat shrimp, they turn pink, or whatever they eat. What? The reason flamingos are so pink is because of uh, whatever they eat in Florida. Or Go to hell. No, I'm serious. I think so. I think that's a thing, right?
0: Mystery. Yeah,
2: okay. I'm on it. So that's... Keep, yeah, keep talking, <laughs> but like thing. that's bullshit.
1: So I would have assumed this guy was eating uh, goldfish all day. Yeah.
0: The bright pink oh, color of flamingos comes from beta carotene, a red-orange pigment that's found in high numbers within the algae larvae and brine shrimp that flamingos eat in what? their wetland environment. Go deeper. Go deeper. <laughs> well, <laughs> You're looking no, at the you first. Geek, you you look
2: at the first Google paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? everyone knows not to trust that.
1: Where's the flat Earth theories on that? Yeah,
2: exactly. Look up flat Earth. It's like flat Earth is this? Like Jesus. Anyway. <laughs> well, interesting. But yeah, not, we don't know. So be beware, beware of the yellow penguins
0: because they, you know, they they're gonna kill you.
1: All I'm saying nice. is I want a shiny penguin. That's all I'm
0: saying. I have a question for you guys. Yo. Have you guys heard of the Stanford Marshmallow Experiment? Uh, no. I have heard a little bit about it. Do you know... Okay, explain what it is, if you know it. Um, oh, Jesus. Um,
2: What it was, it was... You give... It's like the kids to study human behavioral stuff and whether they can wait for delayed gratification. So... You would say you could have one marshmallow now, or if you wait 15 minutes, you can have like three or something like that.
0: You're absolutely correct. Yeah. So the point of the experiment was to uh, it was to show the development of cognitive abilities in humans specifically to show at what age humans are smart enough to delay gratification for a later reward. Well, that's pretty interesting. The Marshmallow test. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we come to find out that a cuttlefish has passed this cognitive test. You guys know what a cuttlefish is? It's part of the cephalopoda family, <laughs> which is, <laughs> is octopi. Like a, it looks squid. like an octopus, right? Yep.
1: Cuttlefish is, is famous for having um, pigmented skin like an octopus that Correct. changes color and stuff. But isn't it like to the extreme with these guys? It or?
0: basically looks like a strobe light and they yeah. can still camouflage and they have all the, the same abilities. And first of all, I just want to say a cuttlefish is definitely a fucking alien because you, have you seen how they hunt? No. Well, I have an example pulled up right here. Watch closely. <laughs> this is how they hunt. Ooh, it's they got a... shoot tentacles. Look at this out, their out of their out of out their tentacle. Yeah, I don't even know if I can call them tentacles. It's like their mouth on the bottom. But it looks like it, it hunts like a fucking alien. Oh, there's there's the like a
2: shooting out there so, right. like
1: intestines or it, something. It, it's an octopus, and it um, spreads its legs out and exposes its beak or mouth or what have you, and shoots. A tendril. tongue or a tendril at the prey and scoops it in. It's
0: very alien. Very sexy. Yes. Yeah. So anyways, uh, wh- yeah. So what they did was they took six different kinds of these cuttlefish and they put them into a tank. And they had two chambers in this tank. And one chamber had a circle on it. And the other one had a triangle on it. And they were clear chambers so that the cuttlefish could see inside. And what they did was they put... It was it was some sort of raw shrimp that was already dead in the chamber with the circle, and then they put a live shrimp, which they love to eat, mm-hmm. in the chamber with the triangle. And what they did was they had it set up so they would open the tri- or, I'm sorry, they'd open the circle door. It would reveal the less desirable food, and if the cuttlefish went in, they would immediately take the food out from the triangle one. So it knew, yeah, like if this, then that. Correct. Huh. So after a little while, they discovered that the cuttlefish were actually waiting. For the triangle door, and uh, they would just not go for it. They would delay that gratification, and they would go into the one
1: with the triangle and get the live shrimp. Mm-hmm. Laugh. Well, af- go ahead. Well, so, uh, like, I'm wondering, like, how do children fare with this one? Like, do they fail? <laughs> how do children? It's a good question. Um,
2: right? I think some do, some don't. It's one of those. I think it's like once you get there's, a certain
0: age, you realize there's some funny YouTube videos of it. If you want to check it right. out, yeah, they said like most most kids will try to like nibble on it or lick it a little bit to try to you know like pass the time, mm. but they mostly fail. Yeah,
2: <laughs> but that's like the whole thing is like if you could sit there and plan ahead, how do you prove that already in a human eventually that you could hear that? So like this is almost like showing a. A cephalopod. How, how do you say it? Like you what's know, so funny. I read this article too, and the whole time I was like, "cephal what?" I, like, I kind of like glazed by it. Cephalopod. Cephalopod. Yeah, oh, it's that, a cuttlefish. Okay, it's a cuttlefish. So. It's basically like an octopus. Yeah. So then, they,
0: yeah. then, since they were used to going into the triangle door, they actually switched up the 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 bait so mm. that they just wanted to make sure that these cuttlefish weren't just sitting by the triangle. Like
2: behavior, time. just like learn to always do. And this. they
1: still mm. correctly did
0: it. Yeah. So very interesting stuff. Smart. I
1: yeah. looked at
2: that article too. There was one thing because back back to that square thing. Uh, you remember they uh there was a control where they had the good they had like the okay food and the really good food, but the behind a square and the really good food that square meant it would never open. Okay. They knew that they're like so they would then they would go for the shittier food because they knew this would never open. Wow. Versus yeah. when it set up the way he was saw before, they would go oh that's the okay food, but this. Good food will happen in like two minutes or something. Yeah. So I'm gonna wait for this. And so the, since they kept doing all these little tests, and then he said they switched the symbols on them, they they could kind of tell that it was actually sitting there going uh, that like <laughs> yeah. kind of deal. And that's instead sort of like a learned behavior. Because when I first read this too, I was like, you know, like your dog might learn just like oh yeah, if I do this. Two and minutes they said
0: and that they've been able to do this with dogs and primates, but it was wasn't consistent enough. Like it was with this. Oh, okay, wow. so, I've always yeah.
2: been into like the. So, just like I was going to say octopuses. I think I think they're aliens, too. I've said, it, a lot. I've said it many times. I think yeah, they're aliens. Absolutely.
0: Right. Like, and they're very intelligent, too. And this study further teaches us not to underestimate the intelligence of yeah. the animals around us.
1: Yeah, they say uh, octopuses are great escape artists. Oh, yeah. That's why you don't see them in a lot of uh, home aquariums because they tend to get out. And oh, they I believe just it. die on your carpet. For sure.
2: <laughs> well, the only time I ever felt weird eating anything was I ate some octopus and I felt weird. Maybe it was an allergic reaction, but in my mind I was like, "This is fucking weird." Like I felt like I would was eating something like a human or something. That's why <laughs> like, you think they're aliens because you. you have I bad think I occupants. was one another. I think I was one another life or it's, something because it was like, "What the hell?" This felt wrong. It felt wrong to me. It was the weirdest thing I've ever felt. <laughs> I don't care eating. Great. I'll eat steak was and it stuff like that. Or squid? No, it was like a fucking. It was like in a ball, like okay. a teppanyaki, I think you'd call okay, it right. Yep. But like as soon as I hit it, the te- I mean I'm not into that rubbery texture anyway. To be honest, I'm not yeah, into squid yeah. or anything. Okay, but I remember eating it going like. Like, uh, like I, have, I, have, I finally had like, like if a you're flashback not used to, to like a texture, whole other, like a whole right. new world of like this is wrong. These these are these are intelligent, intelligent beings or something. Yeah. I don't know. It was I've I've if never you're not e- used to that. I've texture, never eaten it since.
0: It's gonna yeah, it's gonna turn you off.
2: So stupid because I'll eat everything else. <laughs> I don't give so a shit. Good. I'll eat, I'll kill a chicken right now. I'll eat them, but <laughs> <laughs> but not an octopus. No way.
1: All right, I got a story here. It's about Hubble's successor. Hmm hubble i think a few episodes the ago yes correct. okay the hubble telescope <laughs> uh, a few episodes like a ago we were talking player. about who what would replace hubble and i i remember i did a story recently
2: and all they said at the end was something like and nasa's very large telescope is what they called it that's all they said it was like very large telescope oh really and i was like that's hilarious is that what they're calling it the very large telescope so that's all i i can offer you to this but
1: well Here's what I know. It's going to be a observatory satellite called James Webb Telescope. Oh, that sounds familiar. Actually, that is something they've been working on for a while. JWST, or as I like to call it, WWJJWSTD. What would Jesus James Webb Space Telescope do? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Say that five times. One more time. I couldn't. I tried. What was the acronym? (laughs) What was the What do you think you say there, your buddy? So, anywho, I'm, I'm a Canadian now, Irish-Canadian. Hey, buddy. Man, we opened the episode with a, uh, an <laughs> Irish segment that we had to delete because it got loud and <laughs> fucking <rowdy>. really loud. <laughs>
2: delete it or
1: cut and paste it to the end if you'd like to hear it. Uh, anywho, it recently passed a series of system checks, including a 17-day shake test.
0: Huh. Now,
1: I don't think it's like 17 days consistently. Oh, that's way less impressive. But at the end of the day, I started thinking about this, and I love the idea of a guy who works for NASA, and his only job is to break shit. Like, I'm going to roll into work today and intentionally shit up. <laughs> try to break this fucking billion-dollar machine. That's a great yeah, time. Like, wow.
2: You have to murder it more, because you can't just break it. You have to, like, how would this die in space? So yes, you, you, have, you, have, you have to kill it with, like, some type of, like... Today, I'm going to burn it with gamma radiation all day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, uh, past all those tests, um, it's hoping to launch on October 21st, 2021. Really? Yeah, here I wrote 2012. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: Already bet it's going to come, it's basically going to launch in three years. <laughs> but, yeah.
1: yeah. Right. Uh, once launched, it will orbit the Earth past the moon. So, for what that's that good. Means, mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Well, that's good because it's it's darker out there. Although is Hubble past the moon? I feel like it's not, but maybe it is.
1: Aren't most pa- satellites past the moon? Are they? I thought they were in between. Were they in between? I don't know. Maybe that's why I mentioned it
2: because <laughs> we do probably we... some other episode, but I know.
1: Oh my god, we've gone over this like a dozen times. <laughs> it's like
2: miles. It's like a certain amount of miles. I think it's in
0: between. I don't
2: know as much as you crazy, guys,
0: but I think it's in between.
2: I think well. it's in
1: between. Okay,
2: because I think it's because the whole point was remember the other one we're going to do a uh, basically the same thing in a crater on the other side of the moon. That was the whole point. It was on the other side Correct. of the moon, yeah. so it's darker out there. So I'd imagine. Look up if Hubble's past the moon. Anyway, yeah, yeah, we're good. We're smart. We know <laughs> stuff. Anyway, uh.
1: yeah, no, that was about it. I was super interested in the idea that uh, something better than Hubble is getting up there, yes. and if it, if it, they're positioning it in a better position than Hubble, and it's bigger and using better technology. I can't wait to see the study on exoplanets because we could finally find the edge of the Earth. <laughs> That's right. That's, yes. <laughs> yes. Way to bring it back around. We're back. Then we can find the edge of all these other planets. Finally, excuse me, discs. All the cubes out there, <laughs> cube galaxies,
2: the board cubes, all of them. We are going to see some new shit, I'm assuming, and or old shit and better, t- better uh, high definition, right? So it's going to well, be four K galaxies and stuff.
1: I'm hoping for better uh, studies on exoplanets. I, I think oh, yeah. this thing is equipped to handle an array of uh, you know studies for the next couple decades, but. Um, I I hope at some point they start turning their attention towards exoplanets and getting some concrete evidence out there about the Goldilocks zones and whatnot. I'm sure they will. Did you ever find out?
0: Okay, it was inconclusive, but basically what it said was, let me pull it up.
1: Uh, sorry, I closed it. So you it. went to the
0: first, said, Google, the first oh, yeah, Google Paragraph Bullshit. I'm not going to deep dive this shit. It said, the majority of satellites orbiting the Earth do so at altitudes between 160 and 2,000 kilometers. This orbital regime is called Low Earth Orbit, or LEO, due to the satellite's relative closeness to Earth. So that makes me assume... Well, I mean, I, uh, the moon's not in Low Earth Orbit, that's for sure. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. I, but, but, I just so wish like, it said yes or no.
2: <laughs> well, you know, like, in the new tab, just look at how many kilometers away is uh, the moon. Okay. <laughs> from Earth, I mean, at that point, right? And it says it does that from that.
0: The answer is, yeah. It's... A bajillion more. Like,
2: dude, we're right. Like, yeah, no, this is a, a, a pretty awesome, it's fucking far out there. We, we do know, what, like, we're we, we the know what we're talking about on We know what we're talking about. People think we're stupid.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> we're, we're showing
2: yellow penguins
1: on this show. Who does that on a show that's only auditory? <laughs> okay? Who does that? <laughs> so Hubble's been inside this, the moon's orbit for its life, and we we're still getting we great images. Shit, I know yeah,
2: exactly. It's still getting light pollution, basically. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. No. It's like I said. It's gonna be. It's gonna be funky. What we're we gonna we're gonna see? Like God, like waving back, like hey, <laughs> <laughs> like put his bathrobe on, like what the
1: fuck? You were supposed to see me. Look what I'm doing with your That's voyagers. <laughs> um, where is see Science. Yeah, there was some there was some bullshit with the the name of the satellite. It might get renamed. But we'll see how that turns out. Okay, you can't
0: tease me. You don't have the name there. I
1: know. I thought it was going to be. Is it the very large XJR five five four? I told you it's a
0: very large telescope.
2: Is that going to be it? You think? No. The the name
1: of the telescope is currently the James Webb Space Telescope. Oh, that's right. JWST, or as I like to call it, the WWJJWSTD. What would Jesus James Webb Space Telescope do? What would Jesus
2: Space Web Telescope do? Did I just do it? Did you get it? No. You were like four acronyms off. Oh, four what letters of the acronym. What would, what would Jesus? What would Space Jesus do? <laughs> <laughs> you, say it, you say it. You say it. Fucking so genius. Close. Fucking genius. I remember everything. Okay. Um. I'm just gonna go right into it. I purposely didn't do this first because uh, people might be sick of me starting the show like this. Okay. But uh, so I'm gonna just is real again. Yeah, no, no, we always cut those segments out, but more is about, I, I found more evidence that I can kill a cheetah, and I'm just going to go right into it, so here we go, a man killed a leopard with his bare hands to protect his wife and daughter in India, this happened February 23rd in India, his name is Raja Gopal Nayak, and he was on a bike ride with his wife and daughter uh, when they were accosted by a leopard at, at a village near, How, um... uh, in India basically, I don't want to pronounce these.
1: Was the was the baby leopard teething at the time? You know, wh- how young was this thing?
2: Two-year-old female. Oh. Fuck face, um, <laughs> first of all. And uh, actually, the authorities are not sure why this animal was attacking people. Because it actually attacked uh, two to three other people before it attacked this guy's family.
1: And this and, guy just beat the shit out of it.
2: Oh, yeah. And so here's, here's, like his, like, here's what he said he did, basically. Um, so basically, it was at 3.30 p.m., the leopard chased and attacked my bike from behind. It tried to bite my wife's leg, and we all fell down. It turned on me after I pushed it away from her. It came on top of me and tried to bite my arms and neck. I fended it off with my hands. I managed to push it down and kill it with my knee. My (laughs) wife and daughter ran to the village and got help. I was injured in the head, arms, and neck. Jesus. (laughs) Now, just in case you think I'm bullshitting here, here's an aftermath video of it, of the whole thing, where he's just sitting there fucked up. So please describe to the audience what you're seeing now. How did he kill it though? You, you didn't say. Did he like? He's they not, say strangulation. He said okay. there on the uh, knee. So I think he put his knee, his knee to its neck. I'm sorry. Oh, gotcha. But this is the video that came with this article, so I didn't put the sound on. It's just a, people. It's blame. a bloody
1: dude sitting next to a leopard.
0: And He's all torn
1: up, and the leopard is clearly dead. And people are around him helping out. And I, he, do you think he's he gonna looks gonna so dazed? He's just sitting there like, oh, I just <laughs> like, fucking can, fought a leopard, <laughs> like. I know if you, I, here in the U.S., if a leopard wanders onto your yard and dies, you're not allowed to, like, use it. You know, you can't claim that it was, oh, it's dead, and I'm going to make a chair out of it. You can't do that. Oh, to, I like, didn't turn know. turn it into oh. authorities sort of thing.
2: I didn't know that. You have to give up leopard bodies? It's you your property.
1: Hey, well, I, I should say, um, like, uh, endangered Endangered, exactly, and, yeah. You know, it, I'm sure if a squirrel wandered onto your yard, the government's not going <laughs> to yeah, give a shit. Exactly. So, For sure. But,
2: uh, so yeah, as we all know, leopards are bigger than cheetahs, and this is like at least one of the second. That, that's that, one of the, okay. that's, that's one of the, the second. Picture again. That's one of the second or third. That's a small leopard. It's said a two-year-old female, and Two the females are bigger than the fucking males, bro. Can't live for
1: like a dozen years. So at leopards least? are bigger than cheetahs. So if
2: thing. this man took down a leopard with his bare hands, which which is what the whole conversation's been about for years, whether I could attack a <laughs> cheetah and kill it with my bare hands. I have shown you multiple acts I, of proof I, of bigger Yana, animals, objection, of bigger animals. I have an that objection as fucking well. Fucking <laughs> cheetah's 90 pounds. High, biggest I, weight is 90 pounds. I
1: must. I so must. So anyway, that's all. You. I just want
2: to, like, that's, I rest my case there. Like, I'm done debating this. Like, this I just particular keep showing leopard you here. Over and over again.
1: Yeah, Anna. Yeah, This particular leopard here, you said... Uh, your honor if i can say the witness just it, said it stands it stands <laughs> okay. yeah that uh the leopard in question w- had participated in two previous fights previous to fighting this man now mm-hmm. that i contend that that leopard was very tired and weary moving into his third round <laughs> of, violence. of three, third round of violence.
0: and okay, my objection my, okay. my objection <laughs> is where was this again India. Oh, yeah, where people are extremely hardened by their environment and manual labor. You play PUBG all day, okay? You can't, you can't fight a cheetah.
1: <laughs> Sustained.
2: Sustained. Remember, my argument is leopards are bigger than cheetahs. so yes, And cheetahs are I, faster. I can't take, I'm not saying I can take down a leopard. We all know I could. Let's pretend I can't. Because like, cheetahs are smaller and faster. than leopards. They're not... F- this is not a race. I, <laughs> yeah,
1: I tell have. me they're not faster, is, right? Now. They
0: are, but this, the whole debate's about, like, I'm not having a race with a cheetah. Yeah, but so it's going to anyway, spring on to your you ne- know, Have exactly. you ever
1: fought a house cat? Yeah. I was,
0: dude, great point.
2: Well, the answer is... Yeah, I've had, like, issues with house cats. And <laughs> number one. Yeah. And two, yeah, rule number one, you're not trying to kill them in that scenario. Because you could. But how <laughs> hard is it just to get them off you, you had, Yeah, well, because in that your scenario, you're like, hands. I don't want to kill this animal. But if it's a cheetah where it's me or him, I can Fuck. kill a cheetah oh, my with God. my bare hands. And guess what? We could kill a cat. I don't want to. Like, I like the thing. Even if it's freaking out, I don't want to. But, <laughs> I don't think you could
1: do that. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think, as your attorney... I think your best defense is to stick with the idea that cheaters are inbred and they're all like. Thank you for bringing that up. Sack actually, John hillbillies totally glossed mm-hmm. over that. Actually,
2: <laughs> they are inbred as fuck and stupid. Thank you. I've totally. I got your best that. defense.
1: Bringing up all these other cases where you know this this. In shape, Adonis, you just showed us took down. He wasn't ripped, but he was. He was. I mean, took down he wasn't a kitten.
2: He wasn't fat at all. He was definitely you know fit, but he wasn't ripped or he didn't have abs. And he was all <laughs> fucked up. He was all fucked up here.
0: Like, yeah, but he has that old man strength.
2: Yeah, but you know, he had like fighting for his family strength too. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was, like, he was like, fighting for everything. He attacked his wife first. That's what I was laughing at. I was, like, oh like, yeah, not so laughing he me, you know what I mean?
1: He was like, "Oh shit!" Like, Super like, Saiyan right, like, My right wife, off the bat. Ah, <laughs> this yeah. Well, that's true. That's true. He did that I mean. Do you have anything in your life worth fighting for? My life, I think.
2: <laughs> like, I think that's like I think I'd have the same ferocity, but, you know, fuck me. But I'm the same ferocity, I'd be like, hey, I don't want to die. <laughs> like, that be, maybe if the cheetah was going after my car or something, like, hey, I
0: need that to drive. <laughs> Let me
2: fucking fight. You stay away from my feet. That's my sandwich. My way Fucking son of a bitch.
0: <laughs> Get the hell out of here.
1: All right. I think it's about that time.
0: You guys know it's coming if you listen to the show. Our What's Better Than Most segment is coming right up. The contestants tonight are host Sean and host Max. Bum,
1: bum, bum. Shake it up. Hi, I'm Sean. I'm from Actually, Minnesota. You shake, you shake it up, and uh, I'll it. I do taxes. I'm from
2: Ireland because that's the the name of the game today. <laughs> okay.
0: Our topic on What's Better Than Most is. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, this is a great one. Super Soakers versus Nerf Guns. Ooh. I like it. I like it. I like it. Okay. Wow. We'll be right back. And we're back. So before the break, we pulled a topic for the What's Better Than Most game segment. And the topic was Super Soakers versus Nerf Guns. I am going (laughs) to give Host Max Super Soakers. Okay. And I'm going to give Host Sean Nerf Guns.
1: Oh, okay. Sean will
0: go first. Yes. All right. Yes, finally. And the way I spin this is this: <clears throat> If you were seven years old and you pissed off your dad, what would be the best weapon to fight your dad with? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, Sean, your time. One minute starts now.
1: Okay, uh, Nerf gun, easily. So if my dad's really coming at me, you know, he's got a really good buzz on, and I need to fend him off, I'm going to use my modified Nerf gun, because any 7-year-old who owns a Nerf gun has probably modified it, put a thumbtack on the end of it, or uh, overclocked it, you know, super pressure that thing. Um, And if that always fails, you could always just beat the hell out of him with it, because Nerf guns are pretty sturdy. You know what I mean? They're not. Super Soakers are pretty flimsy, as a matter of fact. Uh, Nerf guns are very sturdy. Um, You can also uh, use it to. You know, you can dip the Nerf gun in hot sauce and then shoot it at them and try to go for the eyes. And have you ever, like, held a Nerf gun to someone's face? They automatically flinch. And then you just push the Nerf gun into the face and you're done. Like, I think that's uh, pretty solid. 10 seconds. Let's see. You can. Again, pistol whip somebody with a nerf gun. Solid. Solid nerf engineering there.
0: Your time's up. Post max, your one minute starts now.
2: First of all, in any type of fight, if you get the person wet, you win. Right in a bar fight, like if the guy's punch you a bunch of times, but then you get a beer and throw him in his, in his face, everyone's like, "Oh!" Like you just won the fight right there. So your dad's coming at you. He's like, "Bitch, I just got you all wet." First of all, uh, Nerf guns only have one type of ammo: Nerf darts. What kind of super can be full of any type of fluid you want? You can be full of gasoline, set him his as, ass on fire. If you're like psychotic, I was thinking piss or something like that. Even then, you're gonna win the fight. Like I just covered you in piss, asshole. Fucking. Uh, what am I trying to say? Super Soakers are the Navy SEAL of child weapons. Like they're they're very sturdy. Like you can also pistol whip them in the head with those things. Like, um, uh, what else did I say? Uh, you can hit them in the head with stuff. Uh, oh yeah, and like, what if dads are allergic to water? I mean, that would also like <laughs> hurt them. So, <laughs> and you can also modify super Soakers to have higher pressure and shoot them in the seconds. eyes and stuff like that, or shoot oil so they get they slip on all the 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 hot wheels that you make them fall on and the spikes.
0: And yeah, time's <laughs> up. Gasoline, Hoshan, <laughs> oh, you have a thirty-second rebuttal starting now.
1: Uh, okay, so uh, to address some of your Nerf gun concerns, you're right. You said the Nerf gun is the Navy SEAL of guns. No, I said the. Su- <laughs> I think you said the Nerf gun. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and assume uh, for the court that you said the Nerf gun. So I will approve of your endorsement there because the Nerf gun is the Navy SEAL of guns it's uh not only it it can do everything a super soaker can pretty much you can dip that dart in all sorts of liquids and still fire it time's at him. up well, I, Post I don't Mac, i don't wait. want to <laughs> i didn't say that I, I was actually writing it again maybe wait. seal
2: child weapons is a super soaker so maybe i got this
0: wait your 30 oh, second well. bottle starts now
2: Well, I my statement still stands. I feel like I said it correctly. Uh, The Navy Seal of Child Weapons is a super soaker. You can fill it with anything you want. You can be lethal with gasoline. You can be an asshole with piss. You can put oil in it. You can put, I don't know, fucking cranberry juice if he's thirsty and distract your dad or something like that. The versatility of the weapon is what really sells it to me type of deal. And everyone hates their guns. It's it's, They're communists and they
0: don't believe in anything pure. I hate them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We'll note that for the record. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, this was an interesting one. So the-, the key points I have here from Sean is that he said you could modify it, which is, you know, I guess it's I guess it's plausible. The pistol whip uh, dipping in hot sauce. I liked aiming for the eyes. Oh, I missed that part. And then, yeah, that's a good one. And then the auto flinch was so true that that one's like totally resonating with me. Max, your rebuttal was uh, Wet Wind's Fights. I like that. (laughs) You could fill it with any liquid you want. But then for the rest, I felt like you just played on his, too, by saying you could also pistol whip someone and modify it as well. So in the end, I think Sean had more original points, and I have to give it to him. The Navy Seal of wow. Child Weapons Super Soakers. I didn't include that because I couldn't remember what you said either, so that's go to just... th- Did you just say that? I bet you I said it right, and you I'm just not counting put that, that in our head. If I can't remember it, I can't count it. We have to go it, to so. the tape. Yeah. I want to know what I said.
2: Uh, what seconds. am I trying to say? Super Soakers are the Navy Seal of Child Weapons. We'll never but know. The host, Sean, is you win. We'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know.
1: I'm surprised
0: Uh, you didn't say you could make your dad slip with the super soap. I
2: said oil. You could like shoot oil and make him slip. And I said I even said you could make him slip on on little sharp things or Hot (laughs) Wheels spikes.
1: (laughs) Thank you for my win. I uh, (laughs) I didn't see that bullshit. I'm never playing again. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see it coming because I didn't. As you were making your final rebuttal, Max, I was thinking to myself like, damn, I should have hit the idea that like. You can fire anything out of a nerf gun. You just modify the dart, yeah. modify the internals, it's and hard in the make moment. it shoot hard enough. What yeah. I was
2: trying to say with that Navy Seal thing, I was like, look, it's like, like <laughs> I was trying to get the impression of Frost, like a Navy Seal would like, coming out of the ocean with his like gun and going after your dad or whatever. <laughs> like I was trying to make, paint this illusion, but I only had like seconds to say it, so that's why I was like, it's the Navy Seal weapon of child weapon. <laughs> I couldn't get it out. <laughs> <clears throat>
0: Yeah. That's funny.
1: As soon as you said that I was like, oh, that's a great tagline. Wait a I know that's, Did that's he what he was say to do. Nerf gun?
0: When I was young, I had a Super Soaker that was like dude, it was so G'd out. Basically, it was a tank that you wore on your back. Oh, and yeah. you would fill the tank with water and then the gun had like six different nozzles you could shoot out of. <laughs> it was so sick. But like what I learned was when you were in the pool, You could disconnect the hose from the tank, and as long as you keep it in the water, you just had unlimited Unlimited. ammo while you were sitting in the pool. (laughs) It was so awesome.
1: (laughs) Anyways. Protect my position. (laughs) I must stay here. (laughs) Yeah. All right. I got a little bit of a heady one here. Uh... Oh. Oh, this is fun. Okay. So we we love our 3D printers here. Yeah. We've talked about 3D printing houses and – what else? Drug uh, delivery
0: system, drug delivery yep, systems,
1: yeah. Yep. Dark matter. Yeah, yeah. Micro stuff. They've three D printed a little Voyager, I think.
2: They did, yes. They usually have the materials they use too, I think. We talked about like materials they use to 3D print things
1: and big lots ones, of fun small stuff. ones. Anyways, I have a story here about the first car to be three D printed and completely designed by AI. Hmm. So they have three hmm. D printed pieces and parts for cars before, but this is the first car. To be uh, able to be – it was designed by an AI, completely designed from the inside out, um, and 3D printed. And so this is – uh, it's bizarre, this whole story. Let's do yeah. a deep dive here. Sure. It's called the you, Zinger So this makes you one
2: think one? of like you wouldn't download a car, would you? <laughs> or like steal a car. <laughs> like That's why you don't
1: steal music. You'd have to have a manufacturing plant that rivals these people. For sure. You can do it out of your 3D printer. I've seen it. I know stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, this car was uh, printed out of titanium and aluminum. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you have a titanium? Okay, anyway. It's called the Zinger 21C, and Singer is the company. It's spelled uh, C is in cat, Z I N G E R. So pronounced Singer. 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 Kinger? Still struggling with that one. Sounds correct. <laughs> It's the future, bro. Uh, For those who care, it runs on a 2.88 liter twin-turbo V8 engine. I like that. Which puts out uh, 937 horsepower. Holy shit. Is that a lot? Oh, well. For a 3D-printed car? Oh. oh. (laughs) That's a lot. For a regular car, that's a lot. In addition to the V8 motor, it has two electric motors powering the front axles. Which adds an additional two hundred and thirty-seven horsepower.
2: I have a question already. Is this can this thing have a human survive it?
1: Well, hang on for, oh, okay. <laughs> for a grand total of uh eleven eleven hundred seventy-four horsepower. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah, it's made for a human pilot, absolutely. Okay, because I was like, an AI design is going
2: to be like breaking human necks or something. It sounds like a lot of horsepower. Is there a picture of it?
1: Uh, yeah, I don't have it in front of me. Uh, oh, if you dude. want to look it up, yes, I'm going the- to see c zinger 21c it looks awesome it's very pretty it's very organic oh wow yeah so uh we're gonna be putting up some pictures on the instagram here so holy see. crap it,
2: like, it, it so like wait wait so is it a giant 3d printer or just was it in pieces and then assembled
1: it, in pieces and assembled and oh i have God. uh some more info on the assembly that's here which to, okay. is okay pretty cool that's incredible holy
2: crap so the person who printed and did this is the iron man guy right who's Jetpack? Jetpack Man? Jetpack Jet Man.
0: Jet. Maybe. This is his car. Oh, wait. Look at this picture. Is that skinny Pete in the back? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see him.
1: Okay, anyway. So, um, as you can see there, the car is very organic. There's not a straight line on it, essentially. And so, what they did was with this AI is it's they.
2: Orga- I never thought. Uh, what's that? I don't know what that was. Maybe
0: a am Like, it's very organic. I'm like, ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: never looked... ever look. Like, can I, did you have the pictures? Did you? Or I just, like, when I looked at that car, I thought it looked sick.
0: It's streamlined for sure.
2: I guess it is. Okay. No, you can find we it. Have, we
0: have different eyeballs. I, always, I just look at things like, oh, yeah. But you're
2: right. Okay, yeah. It's very You can find is. straight lines curvy. on it, but uh, no, no, you're right. point just... being...
1: So the way you said it I was like it's very organic. Like, oh, what it is, it is. And there's a good reason for it. So they fed the computer, they fed the AI a bunch of data, like you know, human necks break at such velocity, <laughs> pass out at certain G forces. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> yeah Needs to have four wheels. Uh, it's got a center cockpit, so it's got one person that wow. drives it in the center. Um, Efficient. Yeah, and they fed it just a bunch of other stuff, like uh, this is what you need to be street legal. You know, this is what we're what kind of motor we're gonna put inside you, and blah blah blah. Um, it's street legal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they made two different versions, a street-legal oh. version and a race street <laughs> illegal
0: legal version. This looks like the race version for sure, just it, judging by the back, but I can't see the back of this one. So,
1: Yeah, and so the race one is just purely made to break records on tracks, is what they said. Wow. Um, so what makes it so interesting is the idea that they fed this thing all this info and uh, you know, gave it its parameters and told it to design from the inside out. And if you – there's other pictures of the internals. Uh, Again, we're going to be putting them up on Instagram, but Mm. they're all organic. And what the computer did was for a standard part in a regular car that's usually rectangular and right angles and flat lines and whatnot, the computer simplified it knowing the tolerances of the components it's going to be working with, the 3D titanium and uh, aluminum. Look and, at the cockpit! Holy oh, crap! Yeah. It's like Tron,
2: <laughs> for sure. Oh, it is, yeah.
1: And so what it did is it it uh, simplified those forms into very organic shapes that meet the same stress levels that its other component would otherwise. You know, just the the big cast iron brake mounts or whatever. Um, so it, the internals and everything about this is super organic and essentially the next wave. It's the pure fact
0: that something that was 3D printed can handle that much power. Because like for instance, Toyota Supra is like known for the chassis is what they call it, the the skeleton of the vehicle. It's known for going up to a thousand eleven hundred horsepower. And that's why okay. that car is so special is because you can pump any amount of power into it before it'll break, basically. Did you say 11,000? 1100, I'm 11, sorry. Okay. 1100, yeah. So f- for this thing to be 3D printed and still pump out, what you said, like 900 to the wheels and then an extra 200 is, like, ridiculous. Well, and there's... I don't know how
1: long they've been working at this, but if this is new and they perfect it, they can do a lot more. The 3D printed titanium is pretty interesting in that um, what it is is it's, it's sand that is titanium. And then uh the 3D printer essentially welds those little bits together using some sort of special laser. Wow. And so it, it's essentially a big chunk of titanium. It's not necessarily what you see out of my printer, which is just like you know, plastic layers stacked mm-hmm. on top of each other.
0: Wow. These yeah. like
1: fused. Yeah, exactly. Incredible. So there's there's uh yeah, there's some real science behind it. And here's I want to tell you some more How stuff. How come here. humans can't design it? Okay. So part of that's my
2: real question. I'm just (laughs) curious, like why is it like AI did it like we can't do this? Or well they could, but it wouldn't be as efficient, what I gather. Absolutely,
1: because it takes thousands of humans, thousands of hours to develop a car Mm. from scratch. And so that's that's everything you're thinking about there. And you feed that task to a computer, Mm. it's obviously gonna do it faster. You just need to dial in the right criteria. So we have yeah, we have done it. We have done it. And um, I guess you're right in that maybe we can use smarter computing to help design these pieces, Mm -hmm. you know, instead of just turning it over to an AI. I guess. No, I just wanted to be like,
2: oh, did this AI just like revolutionize the way cars are built, like, or something? Or is this like, I think it did.
0: (laughs) I honestly do.
1: In like one session. Right. That's cool. So check this out. They printed it out of aluminum and titanium, and it takes 3,000 hours to print. But thanks to – they have, like, a whole assembly line set up sort of thing. Uh, On the end of it is four giant robot arms that assemble the pieces, and they do it in an
0: hour. What? It takes (laughs) 3,001 hours to make? Essentially. Holy crap. So it's given a a – X amount of piece puzzle and it figures it out in one hour. So the AI figure that I'd like too like maybe like the assembly. Well, not figuring out because it's
1: already pre-programmed. But that's yeah. Well, the it, it's very smart technology because one arm knows what the other arm is doing and they're working on their own individual tasks simultaneously. Scary. But you know, if this one has a screwdriver Scott. in his hand, he'll just go ahead and screw that in. It's just super efficient thinking. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first thing it that came into my mind was. Um, you know, uh, Terminator. And then uh, in Age of Ultron, in the uh, Avengers movie, uh, they shut down a factory in the beginning of that. It was just like a robot factory. And then ro- and then Ultron gets a hold of it and builds fucking... There's bodies. Yeah, builds bodies. <laughs> and oh. like, it's like, God damn, if we built a mass facility like this, what could you program those arms to do? Just hey, about- Doc Ock, right? Four right. robotic arms right there. <laughs>
2: I want to. I keep wanting to call him Iron Man, but it's a Jetpack Man. I want to be like Jetpack Man. It's JPM. Him. He has his own little factory doing that. Uh, I want to show you guys this. What are you guys looking at? Don't read it though.
1: Oh, it's, it's a it's a cataract eye from it's here. An eye.
0: It's an eye. Oh, it's a deer maybe. Well, you can actually. It looks read like, what it like says. there's moss in its eye. <laughs> Basically, oh, you're looking eyes, at okay.
2: a deer Ooh. that's growing hair out of its eyeball. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, God, okay. yeah, baby. <sighs> okay, why? This is the weird animal episode, by the way. Because <laughs> yeah, the, guy, I had the yellow penguin. I was leading up to this thing, and then the guy who killed the leopard. But they Don't found, and that. this was in Tennessee. They found a white-tailed deer. He was uh, stumbling through the streets of of Tennessee, and uh, he had thick hair growing out of both of his eyeballs. And uh, yeah, it's a bizarre condition called corneal dermoids. And it's okay. fucking creepy. So yeah, it's like it's like basically he has tumors in his eyeballs, and it grows his own hair on him.
1: Oh my God! On both eyeballs? Yeah. So, which
0: I would assume would blind it,
1: right?
2: Well, actually, what the, what one of the guys says is that he maybe could tell day from dark, is what <laughs> one of those experts was saying. Oh, yeah. So he could kind of like see light and dark, and they think it grew as he was developing. So, because um, he was uh, he had lived to be more than a year uh, old, and he had even grown his first set of antlers. So they think that uh, this dermoid thing had grown gradually. So he basically. Probably was born with it, but he could see a little bit, and then it got worse oh and worse and worse until he was just wandering around <laughs> Tennessee. Dude, I that picture is scarring. It's like someone euthanized it. Hit. Really is because we talked. I talked about hair growing out of someone's gums the other day. Yes, and then I was like, "Oh, that's weird." And then now it's like hair growing out of someone's eyeball. It's a deer, though, but yeah. it's still like what <laughs> the fuck. Oh yeah, but, yeah. So even in Tennessee, the deer are inbred as fuck, bro. They have oh, is hair. that what's
1: happening there? Because I was wondering, like, how common is that?
2: Very uncommon. Actually, they said they found one other one in the entire uh, Tennessee, like, record of Ever? a deer doing wow. that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And basically a dermoid is a type of a benign tumor. And and basically this particular one just had skin tissue that had the hair follicles on this deer's eye. And like creepy. every time I look at it, I'm like, ooh,
1: creepy. Well, that's an upper. Yeah, dude. Well, I was saving <laughs> it
2: for the end to, like, really have people... <laughs> Excited for other stuff, but um, I was thinking we should breed these animals so they can't escape. <laughs> like, what if we get this eyeball thing on cows or something, <laughs> or just farm animals? You and they are be... a twisted. Well, a twisted twisted man. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm more thinking they could they could be free range, but then they won't like escape because they're blind and stuff.
1: I mean, isn't that what fences are for? Why do we need to? Yeah, you know, fences break down and genetically. And fences line
0: these <laughs> that's gonna be a i think they task. taste better but that's just me i mean
1: that's
2: just me <laughs> just the depression i think really makes the animals taste better.
1: <laughs> i mean I you would know basically the, example, the, hey the this is, like remember when you meat. showed
2: us pictures of dicks because like because i saw it. you have to see it i saw these pictures of these hair growing out of these deer's eyes I'm like you guys have to see this it, was, it kind of grossed <laughs> me out i was like this is fucking like it's like a horror it's like fucking that's why you like the alien movies right the vagina dentata or whatever <laughs> <laughs> like that's fucking hairy eyeball dentata or something
1: it's shit where shit shouldn't be <laughs> that's true I, it's it's true horror i don't know how to define porn but i know it when i see it yeah the, <laughs> <that> <laughs> this shit's kind of grotesque i don't know horror but i mean, the humans can it.
2: develop this disease too but it's so rare that uh, an eye doctor may see one or two cases his entire career his or her Actually, yeah. says there. I said that. And they oh, both yeah. killed
0: themselves, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. And then they killed themselves right <laughs> <Yeah>. afterwards. Because <laughs> I would.
2: Yeah, dude. So, dear hair tumors is, ti- is the title of this episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> On that upper, uh, I'm going to return to a former story we did a while ago about an AI, another AI here, writing a stage play. Oh. Okay. So, uh, last time I talked to you about uh, Prague's Svanda Theatre in collaboration with the Czech Centre London. Okay. Ah, totally. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. Totally. (laughs) They were working on an AI uh, that would write a stage play for them. Okay. And it wrote the play, and it has since been performed and reviewed. And the reviews are in. The reviews are in. (laughs) Uh, it was weirdly horny. <laughs>
2: oh. The yeah, AI sensed uh, a subtle sexiness in all the sh- plays that it analyzed or something. Like, I'm assuming the AI analyzes plays or something.
1: Well, that's what I'm wondering, yeah. like, what did they feed this thing? What did they give it to, to develop this? Because... Maybe one porn slipped in. The, well, I mean... <laughs> like, oh, oops. Yeah, did they show it Romeo and Juliet? Did they show it, like, classical love story stuff? Or... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because um, it was about a robot's view of humanity, you know, through the robot's eyes. Mm-hmm. So I guess it was kind of a "write what you know" sort of it's thing too.
2: Uh-huh.
1: So that's uh, how it sees
2: us because it's not it doesn't think about it at all, but it just sets us
1: doing it. In one uh, scene, a boy asks the robot to tell him a joke. The robot says, "Quote, okay, good. When you're dead." When your children are dead, too, even your grandchildren. Oh my God, Skynet. I'll still be alive. (laughs) That's awesome. I actually really like that. As a joke, does that work? That's actually hilarious.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's a robot hilarious thing. because you said it was all it was weirdly sexy, so you started, like, when you are dead, I'm like, it was like he said, I'm like, I'm going to fuck you? <laughs> like, what is, what's going to, why was it weirdly sexy? So oh, I'll wait for the weirdly sexy thing to happen. <laughs>
1: oh, I've got weird, I've got more weird, you want some weird sexy here? Let me no, see. that actually uh, makes sense to me as a robot. Okay, the robot goes on to chat up women with lines such as, I wish my binary self had a body like that. <laughs> uh, he told a masseuse at one point, My God, your lips are like warm honey. They're so soft. Jeez. Taking that. Okay. Yes. And on, next. Me... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll make love to you all over your body. Oh, my. I've said these. <laughs> this is great. It's
0: a horny robot.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, I will make love to all of your body.
1: <laughs> See how this one sits with you. Um, your lips are like honey. In a different scene, a man pulls down his pants and tells the robot, You've got a finger in my butt. Wow. You ever done that? Here's, here's, a, yeah. That's a figure at on my lucky
2: charms. My robot, the lucky charms.
1: I have heard you do that. <laughs> uh, No, so, yeah, at the end of the day, I think uh, playwrights are safe <laughs> on this one. Car builders, a low, but playwrights, you're good for now. They haven't cracked the creative arts yet. <laughs> Make love <laughs> to me, sure. said
2: character number one.
1: I don't know. It's such a gimmick. <laughs> oh, also, if you want to uh, interact and program the AI like these guys did, I, I'm sure they had a uh, better version of this, but it's um, Elon Mus- Elon Musk's AI, and it's called InferKit. InferKit. I-N-F-E-R-K-I-T oh. I- dot com slash demo. They have names now? We will have the link in the description of this episode. They have names? It's his AI? InferKit. Oh, it's like an open source AI uh, that these guys used, and they programmed it. And I even actually tried it out, and I typed in some stuff, and uh, there's a lot of bugs. Like, I tried to have it do, like, a press release for, <laughs> for the podcast. I was like, yeah, a podcast. There's some and that. And better than most things. And You know, blah, it's blah, much blah. The Error. More fe- the more Error. you feed it, the more it will do something, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. So it's all about, what well, these guys feed it? What are you guys giving this thing to make it so horny? Is that just... Typical human stuff. Exactly. (laughs) i porn slipped in there. Just a porn? Yeah.
2: (laughs) Johnny, I've loved you for years, and pounding in me in the ass (laughs)
1: like... I like that you think his humor is on point. Okay, good. When you're dead, your children are dead, even your grandchildren. I'll still be alive. That was more that's, chilling than humorous. No, <laughs> that's right. He's, I mean, that's factual. It's, it's a funny wrong. factual joke. <laughs> if you were a
2: robot, that's—I kind of found it funny. Like, odd laugh. It's, it's dark. It's the—it's like a—that's like a Vulcan joke. That's what it'd be—a Vulcan Uh-oh. joke, right? oh. That's a very Vulcan joke. You wouldn't get it. I that's why uh, that, TwoBox the best Vulcan just just let anyone know that um so i'm um, i i do not really believe in lent cuz i'm not really religious per se but the idea is got kind of to fun right giving up something for a while so yeah. have you guys ever to take a break have you guys your yeah, have your ever your vices participated in lent or let's pretend you guys did okay. what well, would you guys give up for lent cuz i want to tell you a story about a guy who gave up something for lent it's got to be something you like right those are the I rules i guess it's 46 days is that how long lent is I don't, I don't know. know it says 46 days here I was just going to say it so okay. Okay. we're not religious who knows anyway so, for actually,
1: 46 days you have some. to give up something you like yeah because this is in tribute to in Lent it's in tribute to God but you know for our purposes <laughs> it's in tribute to uh, just something flat earth yeah and um, oh god something I like that I want to give up I don't want to give up TV <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give up TV probably movies wow probably <laughs> give up movies that's a cop out. It is. That's, that is a cop out.
0: <laughs> Mine would be my cell phone if I had to choose. Oh, could that's, do, a, that's, that's a that's a blessing. That. I could do without it though. I was thinking brushing my teeth.
2: <laughs> but i want to tell you about uh, a my man in Ohio who uh, for <laughs> Lent he gave up uh, solid foods for 46 days, God. and he got the majority of his sustenance from beer.
1: Oh, that's nifty. Dun,
2: dun,
0: dun. Isn't something good supposed to happen at all that? This guy just like turned I himself around. His alcohol. name was O'Malley. Okay, no. Doesn't
1: um, beer contain all the essential
2: stuff you need? I don't necessarily have those facts on hand. I, I just—I only have the story of Del it's Hall. Got like,
1: it's got carbs in it. It's got yeah uh, tannins or some. Yeah, we're well, here. We're getting some know. more
2: information. So I'll tell you what I know, but we're getting <laughs> some more information on this story. Uh, uh, so Especially Del- if you have stouts, you know. So you his name is Dell Hall from Cincinnati, and he said for he his Lent diet included only beer, water, black coffee, and herbal tea. And then on, he's already on day three of his diet, and he was down five point eight pounds. And so here's what wow. he said too. He says, "I only have three to five beers a day. It's not like I'm drinking constantly. If you eat your standard diet, it's going to get boring. You don't eat the same thing every day, so I'm definitely not going to drink the same thing every day."
0: Oh my God. Something an alcoholic would say. Change the beers
2: up or something. <laughs> but here's my favorite part. He goes, Hall has said he has successfully completed this Lent beer diet in 2019 and 2020. So he's already done this. So this is a tradition. This is a tradition now. <laughs> oh. his, his gave up solid foods for Lent. Solid foods. <laughs>
1: Fucking Jesus! <laughs> I mean, he Solid doesn't even use foods. a shake. Like you can blend up uh, strawberries and fruits and vegetables. He claims it's
2: beer, water, black coffee, shake. and herbal tea. But yeah, I agree, like you have to have some.
1: But why? No, because wanted... I don't know. It's too much.
2: Too much fluid. Too uh,
1: much fluid. So um, I wonder what kind of beer he drinks.
2: They did, yeah, he didn't. Uh, he doesn't want to give out the money. I guess right. He should advertise like on my Lead Beer <laughs> Diet? Uh, I only drink Guinness, peanut butter, stouts. Yeah, totally me. But he said in the last two years he did the diet, each time he did it, he noticed health benefits. He lost 40 to 50 pounds both years. and noticed his blood pressure and cholesterol
0: improved.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. E's shaking That's his not head It's not a beer. benefit. <laughs> Losing 50 pounds. In like 46 days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, can I read what it says here? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, so it says beer, even real ale or Guinness, contains no fat, almost no protein, and crucially, no vitamin C. Without any vo- source of vitamin C, you'll experience symptoms of scurvy in two or three months and be dead in six.
2: Whoa! Oh. So
1: he made it under the two or three months. He's only, he only goes
2: forty-six days. It says
1: so. He's he's essentially giving himself scurvy. He's yeah, in the middle of doing why, it right now. That's why he's losing
0: so much weight. Is because his muscles are dying because he has no protein. <laughs> he's it's called being a man. He's still mystery. exercising he's every because... day with no food to his muscles. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he has more
2: to say. This genius. He says the human body <laughs> is an benefits. amazing thing. We're used to going through as hunter gatherers, feast and famine problem is we don't go through famine anymore so he's seeking he's <laughs> his
0: old caveman status sounds like an eating disorder to me <laughs>
1: so sounds like an excuse this guy's like i did it once and it's kind of fun to drink beer for a month and a half <laughs> yeah. like you should try it like i know right? <laughs> hey ever drank beer for 46 days <laughs> for sure. it's fun and then you just blame it on Lent. you see you just say uh, it's a tradition I have. How long in the morning do you wait before you crack that first beer? Is it you're starving? You gotta have every one every morning. Right? You're starving. <laughs> Not that like you know everybody's had that morning beer, of course. Yeah, but of course. Just the idea of uh, no do you solid wake food. up and like mm, I'm trying to say like, the no solid
2: food can't is, wait like, for eats that Guinness something there around like I'd
1: be drinking broth or something. Like ugh. Ugh. do you think on the weekends he like starves himself all day just so he can party at night? Like, and he just oh, yeah. pounds them. I bet you actually those beers are the
2: most, I bet you every beer is like a, he's probably, he is fucked. I, I didn't think about it. He's fucked up the whole month well, the, because are, he has no food. And the only food he gets is like this one beer. So he's like, whoa,
0: there are heavy <laughs> beers though. Like you drink one beer, it feels like a meal. So he probably yeah. sticks like to Guinness. those heavy ones. Yeah. I was thinking Guinness if I and was And Guinness doing is also like on the very weak side too. So that's how you would be able to sustain. That'd be my Go dinner for beer. so long. I'd have like a Heineken in the morning. Without knowing. Maybe a little Mexican lunch.
1: Corona Ooh. or something like that. or <laughs> not over Corona. <laughs> Pacifico. Uh-huh. Uh, and then uh, maybe <laughs> was- some Guinness for some nice steak like beers and then finish it off with like a uh a dessert-y something yeah like a grapefruit ipa mm-hmm. maybe half that night
2: and half tomorrow if i'm watching weight. <laughs>
1: like i don't know i don't know if <laughs> i can <laughs> drink this whole thing it's so decadent so many questions for this guy
2: yeah i mean that's all the information i have on him and like i mean that uh this is february 19th so it's been a while so i mean i'm assuming he's done it the last two years he's still going strong
1: well, I doubt we'll hear about it when he goes diabetic, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I got a story here out of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Ooh. So, a man is being charged with perjury, forgery, and identity theft. Hey, 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 stop recording. <laughs> what are you doing, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, his name is not Max. His name is Robert Joseph oh. Alec.
0: Also known as Jetpack Man. Yeah, Jetpack Man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he was arrested uh, on February 11th after he submitted a handgun application using Barack Obama's signature. Mm. <laughs> I like how it wasn't
2: his name, it was his signature even like all the like this the the exact cursive look to it.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can't uh, your
0: signature be anything though?
1: Well, here's the deal. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I think he did apply as Barack Obama, yeah. <laughs> trying to get a, I a concealed license or just—I think it was a handgun permit. It wasn't in just a signature; he
0: actually filled it out as. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, I it Sounds like a bar <laughs> joke that went I too far, kind of. Okay. It sounds like, oh, <laughs> yeah, just see
1: how far you get. I got gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, he was denied an application using his real name because of a, an active warrant he has for his arrest in Michigan. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, you know, he needed that gun. He was going to get it anyway. So he decided to use Barack Obama's credentials. Very low-key name. (laughs) I know. Fred Smith would have worked, but no. And uh, apparently he also sent a letter along with the application, and it was bearing the United States of America seal with the United States Department of State letterhead on it. Wow, He's like really that to sounds a, like a crime. And I'm sure, president. yeah, and I'm sure a letter from Obama. Jeez, oh, <laughs> like, uh, that sounds like a crime.
2: Dear gun person,
1: I am Obama. <laughs> yeah. This is my signature. Give gun now. Yeah, me have gun now, please. <laughs> no, and that's really it. The real part is if I ordered a magazine subscription as Barack Obama, nobody gives Edward, a shit. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, in Tennessee, it's against the law to forge someone's name on a gun application so that's why he's going away wow
0: but you know like so someone's done that before wait wait hold on
1: thanks obama <laughs> thanks yeah obama. but here's the here's the picture he does he look like obama totally <laughs> um <laughs>
2: The pigments off, uh, definitely. <laughs> but I think he has the same mouth ridges near his nose. Yeah. <laughs> but otherwise, yeah. yeah, it's completely different.
0: Yeah, he looks nothing like Obama. Nothing like him. Yes. Oh, when I did you say his age at first? Because I assumed him to be like a teenager, like a twenty-something, and he's like a fifty-year-old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah no.
1: no, this guy's got problems. He doesn't look all messed up, but I mean, it's he doesn't look smart. Yeah. It doesn't look <laughs> That's sober. That. That's
2: too bad. That's a shame. So I want to talk to you guys about uh, a robot. You guys like robots, right? I love robots, yeah, dude. talking Seems about to robot topic of the episode. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that and weird animals.
0: <laughs> True. <laughs>
2: <laughs> type of deal. So, uh, I like this little robot design, so I want to show you this really quick. The pictures kind of suck, but still, I'm going to show them to you. This is a robot lifesaver. <laughs> water device thingy basically it's like a lifeguard like a robot thing so here's a picture i'm gonna tell you about it it's hard to see what this is basically that's a dummy and there's it's basically like a gurney that floats in the water oh okay that's all the really what it is but i'll tell you more about it
1: because we rescue
2: a lot of people yeah you know sometimes like you've ever been into a pool if you ever owned a pool and be like i don't want to pay my lifeguard To, like, save people. You'll buy this robot, which is a one-cost thing, and then it's going to save everyone in the pool.
1: That's why I make the butler double. You know, save costs where you can. What's he doing when I'm not in the room? Fucking, come on.
2: So, let's say you put this in a pool. Um, The the robot would spend most of his time sitting underwater in the docking station, and then there's ceiling-mounted cameras that will monitor the movement patterns and locations of swimmers Hmm. in the pool. Okay. All right. And then when the... AI? Yeah, we have mentioned that a bunch today. Robots <laughs> and
0: AI. Okay. Um,
2: a computer detects one of the people is sh- showing signs of drowning. It will send the robot to the location.
0: So what is signs of drowning?
2: Dude, I actually wrote in here. I wrote like I would fuck with this robot behavior. all day. You know, have you ever the dead man float? You sit there, Yeah. <laughs> well, it can also be erratic behavior, like you can't swim. Yeah, like, ah, or... like flipping out. So I would try to, I would try to figure out those things, <laughs> and, the, and the robot would be constantly trying to save me, but like stop <laughs> messing with the robot. Like, get <laughs> me help, sure. help me. I would mess with it too much. And Wait. then, what if two people are drowning at the same time?
1: Oh, does the robot make the impossible choice (laughs) and haunt it for the rest of his career? Like an
2: 80-year-old man versus like a little kid's like, I'm my same you. Uh, (laughs) For sure. That's hilarious. Um, I don't have those statistics. So far, it seems to be one thing at a time. Uh, Oh, that's hilarious. Whoa. Some Sophie's Choice shit. Um. (laughs) I think the Voyager too. Oh, Um, that's what, that's exactly exactly where my head was. The doctor making the impossible choice. Um, so yeah, I said the bot will travel to those coordinates and then, uh, it will use the cam. It has also its own cameras to locate the person. And like I said, it looks like a flat, a flat stretcher like thing. So it basically kind of goes under the person and just lifts up. So it's like this kind of will float up out of the water. And then it mentioned, uh, if the person's unresponsive, a clasping mechanism will hold their body in place at the top of the robot, keeping them from slipping off. Uh, that sounds like it's going to fuck up and drown someone. Like, it's like they're going to get up on top of the on the water. Robot locks them in place. Then they flip <laughs> over. And it's like, oh, 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 let me go. It's like, robot, saving your
0: life. No. It's like, I'm trapped. <laughs> well, it's like the Tesla auto drive. You have to kill a few people before you really learn how to do
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, the robot could be used in lakes. Although they were saying instead of, like, overhead cameras, they'd have to use balloons or aerial drones as, like, the camera. I was going to
0: just... say the picture didn't look like a pool.
2: Yeah, it was, I mean, that looks like it's in the lake, and like, yeah. oh, here's another picture, it's actually a better picture, and so they, that's, that's the test they did on a dummy, like a, I think it was like a 136 pound person, but okay. the robot's like not sled. impressive to look at, because it looks like a, a sled or a hospital bed, but the thing is, it's in the water.
0: Yeah. Does it give you a max depth or anything? I'm curious.
1: It could
2: be some information about that stuff. Okay. Well, I mean, let's see. I'm also wondering yeah. if it
1: can return to its docking station after it's been deployed. Like, how easy is that? If a
0: drone can do it, right?
1: Well, Well, it's not a docking station for a drone. I guess it just comes back. Well, it said the
2: docking station's in the water. It most of its time down there. So, yeah, the underwater docking station. So, you'd think.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, like, there's certain certain safety features for, like, tools, for instance, like a table Mm. saw. When it goes off, it ruins the blade. Uh, the thing uh, has to be taken apart yeah, to be reinserted. Like the I'm fact that it was deployed, maybe exactly. it's like, oh
2: shit, we have to set it up again because they probably don't uh, like a trap, me. like a rat trap. Like exactly. it goes off, you have to like maybe do it again. I see what you're saying. Exactly. Oh my god. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, basically, uh, yeah, in the lakes, it would do balloons or aerial drones to kind of monitor the swimmers, and then uh, it would also use acoustic sensors if onboard cameras acoustic weren't able sensors. to, like. Do it because the oh yeah the water's cloudier the lakes yeah exactly so I assume they
1: would use some sort of sonar too
2: just ping. You know, why not all three right just throw it all in there get some get some heat vision too get some predator shit in there <laughs> like fuck it <laughs> throw it in there get a chainsaw in there like to kill to kill obstacles and stuff oh, for sure you gotta slice through this yeah, kid yeah slice there. through this the eighty year old kill the eighty year old man because he's killing the kid <laughs> he's driving him anyway. Um, so they did a test and the robot successfully located a 176 pound dummy submerged to a depth of 9.8 feet. Okay. And then it secured it to the top surface, then transported the dummy 131 feet to the shore, all within two minutes. Wow. Well, I guess, cause yeah, I mean, it's supposed to save someone's life. So that's gonna be quick. Yeah. It's
0: not gonna be like, that's really fast.
2: Though. I thought that was pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. Like not bad. Um, one of, so here's like the last little bit about it that I want to talk about it more, just theorycraft. But uh, while the current version of the robot is built on the chassis of pre-existing underwater vehicle pl- vehicles, uh, plans call for a future purpose-built model to be smaller, lighter, cheaper, and it should be more streamlined, and its body's going to be modeled after a manta ray.
1: Hmm. A manta ray. A manta ray.
2: Interesting.
1: I thought that was cool, just because, like, it's I don't very know. very cool. You
2: can always buy, like, Like if you own a pool, buy one of these. Still have your lifeguard, but it could be like the if the lifeguard's asleep or something. Like, but that it doesn't sound glitchy as fuck. Like it's just gonna go off
1: all the time. Well, I don't. Yeah, exactly. What are its tolerances? And uh, if this thing does catch on, will you start seeing this at like
0: public pools? The lake sounds good, like a good idea. Pool yeah. sounds
2: ridiculous, kind of like. <laughs> sounds
0: like at the lake, though, you'd have to have an established location, like a summer camp something, or, you know, where it's uh-huh. going to have the cameras set up and everything, and you can send it out. Maybe
2: public pools should just have little robot floaties in the center that just always detect people. It's like, they, just, they always get near you, and then it's like, want us to get, like, they're just always out of your range. with <laughs> like the, the like, robot. Yeah, and it's <laughs> like, help. If you start swimming, and you go like, help me, robot. It goes, okay. And they all, like, get around you.
1: Just jet skis away towards As you're
2: drowning, you. you scream help, you know
1: all right well thank you for joining well, us thank you <laughs> much appreciated hey stay tuned uh for next week's episode because i believe it will be our anniversary episode our one-year anniversary episode
2: all right oh i didn't get you
0: anything got some fun <laughs> surprises coming
2: hey
0: thanks for joining us on better than most things Keep in mind that we are enthusiasts, not experts. If you want to know more about the topics we discussed, we encourage you to research them yourself and let us know if we missed anything. Submit your questions or interesting topics to our Discord. For all the latest updates, subscribe to our Twitter and Instagram, both at btmt underscore podcast. And please rate and subscribe on your podcast app.